Tina from Zena's Kitchen. I'm a cookbook author, chef and consultant. And I'm Nikki from Rebel Recipes, also cookbook author and food blogger. And this is our brand new podcast, What the Focaccia, kindly brought to you by the organic retailer Abel & Cole, who are all about being sustainably minded. And you can find out lots more on their website, abelandcole.co.uk. And they have kindly offered you, our podcast listeners, a brilliant offer which is £10 of your first three shops, over £30. All the T's and C's are on their website as well, abelandcole.co.uk. So welcome to this week's edition of What the Focaccia. We're very, very excited to have the lovely Melissa Hemsley with us here today. Melissa is a best-selling cookbook author and all-round amazing human. Welcome, Melissa. Hello, everyone. I've got to say, it's the best name for a podcast. I mean, I was in the second I read the name. I was like, I'm coming. Whatever it's about, I'm coming. Great name. Well, we can't claim to actually have thought of it, can we? No. No. Who was it, Bettina? The, The hubby. Yeah. Oh, really? Ta- yeah, the hubby takes all the claim. We had something very similar, but lame. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, you know, there's always yeah, got to be one better than the other. <laughs> definitely, definitely IP that one. Yeah. What, focaccia. What a great... Oh, are you focaccia or focaccia? I say focaccia. Yeah, focaccia. Yeah, like a yeah. hard C. Yeah. 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 I was trying to have something with, with hummus in, but it wasn't really working. <laughs> that could be round two. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, Melissa, we're so excited to have you here today. And if you don't know, but I'm sure you do know, Melissa Hemsley is a best-selling author and cook, and she's um, super passionate about celebrating vegetables and sustainability. We're really excited to have you here today. Thank you very much. You've come excited. I feel, you know, I could be interviewing you two, but I won't <laughs> because time doesn't allow. But um, I'm very, you know, big fan of both of you. So thank oh, you for having me. And I feel like it's very important to chat because, as we were just saying, Bettina, we have so many friends in common. Yes. We should have met. The digital world sometimes doesn't allow for it. So thank yeah. you for getting, getting well, us together. Today's a day. <laughs> You've got a new book coming out. I do. And it looks amazing. Yes. We really... Absolutely love it. We've been uh, looking. Yeah, we've look, been looking through the PDF. Oh my gosh, I can't yeah. really. I mean, you're sort of the first people I've spoken to about it, really, because I've only just sort of finished it a couple of months ago. I was really late because I managed to fall down the stairs. You know how I they know, say I, I saw the that, universe yeah. happens. I mean, I literally fell down the stairs and then was on a lot of had to go to A. How are you and feeling now? I'm feeling okay. I actually yeah. did my first bit of yoga yesterday night, oh, which I realise now how much I missed. I mean, it was yeah. very basic stretching and breathing, yeah. but I really realised how much um, I needed it. And I tell you what, I was so pleased when I did fall down the stairs. Honestly, a thought that went into my head, and I'm being serious now, was, thank God I've got a full freezer. Because I was like, <laughs> I just oh, thought instantly, was like, how, how, yeah. how am I going to cope? I can't move. <laughs> and my boyfriend's a bit useless. I mean, I mm-hmm. love, love you, Henry, but yeah. I mean, he's actually an amazing cook. But I knew that I couldn't rely on him to bring me hot water oh. bottles and cook. Wow. So I genuinely, because I'd been finishing recipe testing the book, I had a full freezer. And I genuinely was like, thank God, because, you know, some good yeah. soups is exactly what I need yeah. now. I got through it, had lots and lots of um, acupuncture and rehab and good food and tried not to stress. Um, and I'm sort of coming out the other side. So, yeah. Yeah, good, yeah, good for so you. I've, I've not really sort of left. So Were well, you I'm literally bedridden? I wasn't bedridden. I was chair-ridden. Right. I needed, I mean, I could sit up. It was actually more painful to be lying down. Right. Um, but, you know, the power of a hot water bottle yeah. and lots of 
of painkillers um, and I just tried to keep my spirits up, um, which, you know, I, I, I realise now the reason I opened up about it was because I felt like I had to say to people, I'm not going to answer any messages. And it's sad that, that you have to sort of announce that you can't. But I yeah. also agree that it is a community and if you disappear. But a lot of people yeah. told me they've had similar ailments. Right. And I just think it, I think the more people talk about how to get over something whether yeah. it's physical or mental, the better. So yep. that was my two cents. Incidentally, my boyfriend, because he had to sort of caregive for me for a couple of months, I mean, the grand scheme of things, he didn't have to do too much. But he genuinely was like really trying to read how I felt because yeah. he knew where the day would go. Otherwise, you know, when you really have to rely on someone. And I think I think that food can be such an amazing tool to talk about so many different things. Well, yeah, because I mean, I think food is, you know, a very people are very passionate about food, aren't they? In all sorts of different ways. It's interesting because we just had some um, some some other lovely guests mm. um, chatting, and it was just coming from a very sort of nutritional perspective, yeah, um, and a scientific perspective, and scientific as well. perspective. But you know, um, that's not at our background and where you know all about just about, yeah you know. same yeah not me either we're cooks I guess yeah you could say well professionally I'm more a chef now but I still like to call myself a cook do you know that's so interesting because I used to shy away from the word chef yeah. because I felt oh well I'm not trained and I'm not trained but then I someone said to me but uh, a chef is a professional cook and yeah. why are you scared of not being in that box or what yeah. that box yeah. means so I feel the same as you yeah, I like I to still, say cook I, yeah I still do feel a bit weird about calling myself yeah, a chef you, you definitely yeah. can I mean and also people introduce me as a chef and I'm like, oh, I'm not a chef. I yeah. do that yeah. Why yeah. do we do that? Yeah, we know. are. Yeah. And I think also that's probably a female thing. And I talk about that a lot sometimes in, in the workshops where we're not as progressive when it comes to giving ourselves compliments. If we do something really well, we don't tend to say, oh, yeah, well done, Bettina. That was amazing. Or that was yeah. a wicked recipe. Whereas a man would probably more say, nailed it. That was amazing. Yeah, smashed it. Yeah, smashed no. it. <laughs> yeah, although... We're, like, we're sort of like, oh, I hope that's nice. But Could be better. That's what I'm trying to work on. I know, better. How, however, however, I have... Because in my... Um, in my family, they do laugh at me because I, sort of, I sometimes have just have to congratulate myself. You are quite good at that. Actually. Do it now. No, do it now. No, no, no. Well, I do do that as well, but I'm just sort of like, oh yeah, that was oh, that was really good. But you do that because no one else actually sometimes says it to you. Do you? Oh, so, really? so you yeah. have to sort of encourage yourself. Yeah. Oh, I pep talk myself yeah. all the time. <laughs> I pep taught myself. Sometimes, do you ever remember to dry body brush? I'm always like, oh, I better dry body. Do you never? Never. Oh, I always feel really good. Do you know about dry body? I, I know dry about it, but I don't do well, it. I always am like, oh, I just want to get in the shower, especially when it's cold. Mm. But I'm like, I know I feel so much better if I dry yeah. body brush. So I like dry body brush myself and I try and think of something, <laughs> use it as a moment to think of something positive yeah. to say to myself because it's first thing in the morning. And, yeah. and, and I mean, this barely ever happens, but I do sometimes as I'm maybe walking to the tube, I'll go, yeah. I mean, I try and do gratitude in the evening. I feel like that calms me down. Yeah. You know. Gratitude is always good. Gratitude is always good. But a bit of... Uh, congratulations, or just you know, I, yeah, good good for recovering perfectionists of, of of all you know, yeah, walks of life. But I mean, it's again, it's it's a complex it's a complex thing, isn't it? Because I'm also incredibly hard on myself, and nothing's ever good enough. And but then I have this weird thing. Well, let's go. Yes, yes, yes. That was, you do. Feel, I agree. How do you feel when you send your books to print? Well, this is my first. This so, is your first. Yes. How did you feel? Um, well, Congra- first of all, yeah. can I yeah. say congrats? <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, yeah, uh, really good. Really good. I, no, I was, I was, yeah, I was just You've really happy. You've been ready for it, though, for a while. Well, I think, oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. You've been ready for this one. I was, I was scared when baby, I, but. Yeah, I was scared when it came when I first had the oh, first copy. It? Yeah, it's oh, here. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Have you got it here? Yeah, I'll show you. Okay, thank yeah. you. Excellent. <laughs> and also because, um, you know, lots of my friends have had books and they had varying experiences. Some of them were very happy. Some of them were like, oh, well, no, I don't really oh, like yeah. it. Um, but I was, so I was sort of ex- expecting not to think it was amazing. Yeah. But I was like, no, it's. It's good. I'm good. happy. Can't wait. Oh, but we're obviously having a lovely chat, but we must ask you some serious questions. Okay, let's yeah. do it. I'm just well, going to sip not, on my ginger tea. Yeah, yeah, not too serious, but just, I think people probably know anyway, but for anyone that doesn't, we would love just you to run through how your whole food thing started. Yeah, okay. Well, this is where you can make me, you know, not drag it on too long because it is, it's quite a funny story, um, but also totally random. Um, the, the The long and short of it is... Um, it's about 10 years ago now and I was working for do you guys know of a shoe brand called Vivo Barefoot? Yeah. 16 years ago I started work I fell into a job working yeah. for them and at the time there was Vivo Barefoot which is this amazing shoe which is you know Walker's Nature Intended with a wider sole and they also had a sort of parent company that was ethical sustainable boots some of them really really nice some yeah. of them a little bit trying trying to be ethical and sustainable but but not as attractive yet. I mean, yeah. it's a long time ago. Functional. Functional. And the company was about six people strong and I sort of joined as sort of the shop girl and I was like, I, I want to get involved. Long story short, mm-hmm. worked my way up quite quickly as you can do in a tiny company and I was living on people's sofas in London. I'm from Surrey, which is just greater London, but you know, I needed to be near London Bridge, all happening on Bermondsey yeah. Street. And long story short, started to um, cook for people on a very basic level, just to say thanks for having me to stay. And also, I didn't have very much money at all. So as payment for the sleeping. I mean, it wasn't just... I mean, I don't think some of it was very good. But also, I didn't have any money. So when everyone was like, let's go out, I didn't have anything. So when people say, let's go out for dinner, I'd be like, let's eat at home and then let's go out. So I started to cook. And I remember making like a Tom Yum soup and mm-hmm. Googling how to do that or searching for how to do that. And my mum had really... I think I'd been very spoilt by mum, if you can use that word, and that she... Or there was always home cooked food, but it was always home cooked food that sort of had been batch cooked, and maybe the right. you know yeah. one day had nice. turned into the next day, and then the next day, and then there was always like a big weekend soup, nice. like Sunday soup, which is you know pasta, pasta sauce, everything, everything. from the fridge in, yeah. and it always tasted really good, and garlic butter bread, and which was you know the old bread, so. I had never learnt to cook. My sister's older, Jasmine, five years older. My dad couldn't cook. We were sort of the layers of the table. And my mum worked full time. So it was always, I was aware that it was better to eat at home, that, you know, mum could make it, mum knew what was in it. And then I left home and I was like, I don't know how to cook. Right. And I'd grown up watching Ready, Steady, Cook and I'd yep. always loved the mystery bag and I'd love Ainsley Harriet and I loved Jamie Oliver and Nigella. But I, I, practically with my hands couldn't do it until I started and then I realized how much I enjoyed that but then that you know I never occurred to me to do that for a living fast forward my sister had been working as a model her whole sort of working life um and on jobs she would bring her own food and everyone was like oh that's a bit weird you know you know do you have a problem with food? And she'd be like, no, I just love to cook for myself and I feel really good on this food. And she used to bring extras for people. So she in one she in one vein of her working life was making extras for people. I was making food for people. Five years later, um, or around that time, someone said to us in a band, I've heard that you cook your caterers. And we were like, no, we're not. We're, how, where did that happen? But somehow the word had spread. The word had spread yeah. that yeah. We, we had recipes. And then they'd said, do you know any caterers? We didn't know any caterers or private chefs because that wasn't our world. Jazz was really busy and I started one week cooking for someone until he could find someone else. And on the first day, 
I, I can't whistle, but I literally bounced out whistling. You know, like that sort yeah. of feeling yeah, 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 of, yeah. wow, felt amazing. I feel really good. And I know you could identify with that because that's what you do too. But I didn't know it was there until I did that first day. And then I was like, wow, well, you know, we always said, we'll just cook for you the way we cook for ourselves. Mm. We're not chefs. Mm. We're not promising anything. But the people that we were cooking for, they're in bands. They were at, Then they recommended us to other people. They were people that wanted to feel good off food. Mm. So they sort of didn't care what it was. They just wanted it to be well-sourced, yeah. delicious, because they didn't want to go off it, um, and make them feel good. And um, as long as you love what you do. Yeah, I think that is... Uh, doing well. Uh, yeah, yeah, doing well. And what is success? Yeah, but what is well, this su- is it. What do you guys what think is success? success is? This is what we're chatting about. Yeah. Being I'm, content and happy love with what, what you're doing. Content. Yeah, being content and happy. But the question is, mm. I mean, it depends on your idea of content, doesn't it? Because, say, for me, I would have to feel like I was doing something um, that sort of progressive and good and moving yeah. forward to be content. Yeah. So for me, staying still isn't wouldn't be content. Oh, no, not staying still, but ever... I, I can think... see in the way you move your body, you're a mover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ever evolving, learning new things, staying curious. Yeah. For me, definitely, and sort of not staying in one place and evolving in what you do yeah. is important to me in learning Learning new skills. Learning new skills, yeah. definitely. I just did pottery Stay, last yeah, week. Yeah, staying oh curious. Wanted, I've always right? wanted to do pottery. Well, can I recommend yeah. doing it? Because I had it, someone bought it for me as a birthday present and then it got belated because yeah. of the falling down the stairs. And I went, and it's so funny, my personality type, which I sure, don't know if you can identify with, I started doing it and within the first 10 minutes, I was really getting cross. Yeah. I was like, and I'm like, like a baby. Even I was like, it's not, it's not how I wanted it to be. I thought it was going to be really enjoyable. You have a vision in your mind. I had yeah. a vision. Yeah. And then the lady was like, it's okay. <laughs> I think she even said to me, it's super cute. And I was like, it's so ugly. <laughs> Did you want to throw it? <laughs> I was just annoyed. I thought that it was going to be better. And then I, then I, you know, molded into yeah. it. Do you not think that it. we expect to be good at things quickly yes. though? I do. I think we sometimes lack the patience of letting things but sort I, of happen. But, but again, I think so it depends busy. on your personality type as well doesn't yeah, it yeah true you know because because i'm the same i yeah if i'd want to be quite good relatively quickly <laughs> otherwise i'd be like no 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 move on yeah <laughs> so were you happy with the result in the end then i'm that gonna take a picture and send that it to you please. Please. in the end in the two-hour workshop it was actually really good because you got to do a lot i made a um I made a really large soup bowl that I wanted to be a smaller bowl, but it just Mm. kept going out. And then um, I made a little um, pot, which I think I'll give to someone. Mm. I'll see. If it's really bad, I'll give it to my mum. If it's okay, I'll give it to a friend (laughs) because my mum will love everything. Yeah, of course. But um, in my head, I was thinking maybe it could be like a lovely little salt pot. Mm. Yeah. But it's sort of actually quite hard to get your hand into. But then again, the other day, I, I, I tried playing the piano again. I was like, oh, I really love that mm. bit in La La Land. I'm going to try and play it. And again, I was like, ah, I'm crap. I did this my whole life and I'm rubbish. I know, I'm just on the pottery thing. Bettina and I were in Bali earlier than year. In oh, year. And lovely. And we went to this amazing ceramicist, um, which, which um, and, and again, we had a workshop there. And there was this lovely guest from Bettina's retreat. We're sort of spending so much time oh. painting, drawing, and typical Bettina style. We were actually doing it completely separately, but we've done ours in about three seconds. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, there was done. a vision board and we were like yeah like this 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 bish bash bosh done i know it helps me to have a little moment of reflection yeah and i think actually sorry to go on about my back i told you i over egg it <laughs> it was sitting it was down thing. not being able to do anything that made me you know i couldn't i couldn't go and cook food i couldn't 
go to the loo even without having to like pre-warm my boyfriend. I think I'm going to need the loo in 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, and it made me think about what was important to me. So what you said about being progressive and you said, Patina, about over-evolving, I do feel that when it's meaningful, I do feel proud of myself or happy and content. Um, And if I'm just doing it, there's a little itch in me that just... I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I think I'm, I'm sort of... I'm very busy. I think we're all very busy. And sometimes I think I forget to enjoy things in the moment yeah, because I'm just like, point. right, done, done. And I'm always like trying to like, okay, I'm just doing this and I'm, I've done that now. And and yeah, I'm definitely guilty of, of that. Yeah, I, I am as well. That is one of my promises to myself to give myself more time to do the stuff that I really enjoy doing. Whereas I think... Rather in the just last, getting it done. Well, in the last seven months, it's been a bit manic. <laughs> I've had no time in between and I've jumped into one thing to the other. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I think it's really important to give yourself the time to enjoy every task. Otherwise things just go so fast, don't they? And that is totally down to my own fault of thinking that it's 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 enough to have one or two days in between stuff. But yeah, that's that's a promise. So it's all official. Promise to myself. It's all official. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? Promise to enjoy Promise to enjoy the things that yeah. I do professionally yeah. with more time. Yeah. So that you can actually yeah, enjoy the process, as yeah. you say. Yeah. So another question for you. Yes. I'm going I'm off the agenda here. <laughs> I love it. We've got yeah. the agenda. <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask about your um, sustainability sessions because they look amazing. Tell me you've got to come and speak on yeah. one. Oh, I'd love that. Um, so I maybe a year and a half ago said was feeling which what now I think people are calling eco-anxiety, although I rolled my eyes when I first mm. had that term. But I think I did have it and to a degree maybe do, which has felt incredibly overwhelmed because once you start, right, when you start looking at what you could do, you start, it, it can be hard to not think, I'm not doing enough. I need, I, I need to address that. I need to address my wardrobe, my bathroom cabinet, my kitchen, of course, my flights, my everything. Yeah. And I just really started to get confused about where to spend my energy, what to prioritise. And when you start Googling or ecosying <laughs> online, <laughs> uh, plant some trees while yeah. you're at it, once you start Googling your, or ecosying your, yeah. your eco-anxiety, you realise that there is a lot of conflicting and based on how we just said our personality types are is... When when it felt when the thing when the streams of information came back, I just felt well, this is overwhelming me even more. So what can I do? And I thought I'm going to go and ask people that are experts in different areas. Mm. And a lot of these people I knew already, whether um, directly, maybe we'd been put on a panel together, or maybe someone. I mean, quite a few of them were people I didn't know that I just cold called DM'd. You know, like when yeah. you guys DM'd yeah. me, and I'm yeah. like, hey, yeah. love to. <laughs> you know, DMs really work in that yeah. way, don't they? Um, especially if you're at that moment. And I just went, okay. And I was speaking to my team and, I, you know, I haven't had a team for years and years. And one of the reasons I wanted to have a team, a manager, which always, you know how we said we don't like saying the word chef. I was like, oh, saying the word manager freaks me out. But, you know, they said, one of the things I love about them is they they reassure me and co- they compliment me and they yeah. give me confidence. Mm. They, I, said, I'd lo- I said, I'd love to go to an event where people talked about how to make greener choices. Um, and they went, we'll do them. And I went, oh, no, I couldn't possibly. And they went, <laughs> no, 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 do them. And I said, 
oh, well, do them with someone else. And they went, no, no, just do them. And so then then, then six months passed and I sort of put together a dream list of who I'd like to ask. And I had eight sessions and I felt it was important that the tickets were, you know, achievable to buy. So £15 and of £5 of that goes yeah, to a different charity. So actually I'm going to be posting up later you know we raised three thousand pounds almost three thousand pounds for for eight different charities oh fab. and so um you know the the travel one um which was about you know mindful traveling in the modern era you know we, we need to travel it feeds us but then how do we do it that's a, a big one isn't it, the travel? Oh, it was a big yeah. one we ended with that um and we gave the th- a third of the money to surfers against sewage and then the first one was food and i had sky gingle and do you right. guys know anita rani who did the bbc yes. one War on yes. yeah yeah around bristol way and we gave yeah, that amazing. money to Felix Project and then we did a fashion one with people that I'd known from Fab. when I was 18 and the fashion revolution. And I once it started, like most things, it sort of snowballed and then I'm, you know, I need to plan or I am planning series two now. But the point was is that I thought let's get off li- online. It can feel very overwhelming and I didn't want to say to someone this is how I think you should live because I'm working out how I want to live and no one can ever tell anyone how to live. So I thought, well, let's get the experts together who incidentally, a lot of them said, speaking of what we just said, oh, I don't know if I'm an expert in sustainability. And it's it's this funny thing where people, especially women, like you said, Tina, don't, when you really try and put them in a box like a sustainability expert, they feel nervous. But actually, I think the main point is, is that it's it, a national environmental scientist, a climate yeah. change scientist, expert. Most importantly, is we, I, I craved, and other people seem to day to day tweaks to make that you could repeat and feel better about. It's the small things, it's isn't it? It's the small things, yeah. my, uh, yeah. micro. Micro, micro habits? Micro habits. <laughs> there we go. No, yeah, little micro habits. Yeah, that, definitely. That easy to sustain and repeat. Yeah. And Otherwise it's a bit overwhelming, isn't it? And, I think oh, that's what... and pick and choose what you're able to do Yeah, and sort of have that feeling of it's enough Yeah, because it's better than doing nothing. Well, this is it. If, if, if sometimes when we feel overwhelmed, we freeze yeah. and don't do anything. Exactly. And also, you know, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm saying this as someone that set up these things called the sustainability sessions and then, um, you know, have a book called Eat Green. You know, ultimately, they're just words. They're, they're titles. And I'm like, oh, can I write a book called Eat Green? What if someone says you're not being green enough? Or can I write something called this? You know, And I had to say to myself, no, you're not an expert. You're saying you're not an expert. But having the conversations will hopefully enable people. So I had to talk myself out of who am I to put these on? And then I thought, well, I'm putting them on because I can't see anyone and, else and the thi- at the moment doing yeah. them. And the thing is, that's all positive. Mm. And, you know, you should feel pride that you're you know, having that conversation and putting the, the stuff out there for yeah. discussion, that's that's a great thing. Absolutely. You know, there's yeah. certain things that I know I could do, um, but I I just can't do. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to stress out about that. Yeah. Like you said, Tina, like focus on what I can do and try and be better at it. Yeah. And do what's what feels good for you. Yeah. There's and no, only you know. Um, exactly. Only you know. Um when we listened to our gut, and that was yeah, another yeah, thing that yeah, came up. Yeah. Yes. Some people said there was one about gut, women's health, and we talked about periods, yeah. moods. Yeah. And someone said, but I don't know what my gut's trying to say. And I've definitely felt that I've lost my way with my intuition mm. over a while um, and got it back now. But yeah. that's also an interesting one. What if you mm. don't know what you want? Yeah, that's true. And I, I, um, I think... I You're find, really good at listening to your. Yeah, I've got. I've I listen to my gut, but I I know. Did you, do you tune into? Or do you, did you always feel like that? 
I think I've always felt like that, but I realize when there's a struggle, when it's my brain trying to argue with my gut. Yeah. I know that then I should probably listen to my gut, whereas many times before I've let my brain win the battle. But yeah. The, but and then, then you I've, felt conflicted, haven't you? And yeah. Then, and then you've, but you've gone back and said, no, no, yeah, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. I, that is, that, that is a, <laughs> I say that a lot. I know. No, that doesn't feel right. That's a good way and, of thinking and then about I won't, it. And then yeah. I won't do it. Yeah. Um, but there has been moments, of course, many, many times where my brain has won the battle and then I've gone back and gone, oh, I should have listened and to my gut. Why, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Self-reflection exactly. is so important, whether you pay for therapy, whether you find it in yoga or meditation yeah. or vision boarding or chatting to your girlfriends. That's why the reflection's there. Okay, we're running out of time. So um, I'm just going to ask you one last question. Yes. And that is, what's the best piece of advice that you've been been, been given? Um, Whoa, uh, that's wow, a hard that one. is a I know big old it's question. It's a really hard one, but usually there's one or two or three things that pop up in your head. And it could oh. be it could be anything. It could be um, oh, a mum's you... advice or a career advice or something that's been pivotal. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what. This isn't, it's not particularly catchy and it's a bit long-winded, but my mum basically says to me, um, you know, she'll like text me and be like, you look really tired in your po- your like Instagram post. <laughs> you know how mums are sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. harshest critics. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Or, They're allowed. Or my mum will be like, please, like my mum right now would be like, please just go and brush your hair. Um <laughs> But so she's not very good. She's, you know, Catholic Filipino mum. My dad, who's not around anymore, he he was an army dad. Not very good at compliments. But always like, be, you know, you could do this better, which, you know, really as a child is annoying. But, you know, it's it's different when you get older. But my mum basically always just says, gosh, I'm not choking up. That was just... (laughs) Mom. <laughs> she basically says, eat, sleep and be nice. Yeah, yeah. that is such but good advice. Actually, I'm lying. She sort of doesn't say the be nice. She sort of says, eat, sleep and do something for someone else. Yeah. It's her be nice. Yeah. And, she, you know, she's she's quite, you know, she's, she's very religious. But also the religion, just to say, is very much the community aspect. Mm. She, she mm. enjoys going to church for the chats afterwards and being part of the community. So I think when I was younger, she'd like, you know, how can you be of service to someone? And at yeah. the time, as a child, you're like, especially when your friends aren't religious, you're like, oh. But now I realise what she meant was doing something for someone else feels really good. So yeah. I'd probably say mum's eat, she means eat as in eat well, yeah. look after yourself, sleep, like sleep more and and do something for someone else is well, my mum. excellent. Not, that is non-catchy excellent one. Yeah. But... Um, I think probably just what we what we said before is try, trying to tune into what makes you content. Yeah, and basically just stolen all everything you said and put it into one. <laughs> all of that, <laughs> everything that was in the podcast. <laughs> Last but not least, yep. yeah, your book is coming out. Yes, when it's coming out January the ninth. January the 9th. January the ninth, um, and it's called Eat Green, and it's um, sort of very sort of happy veg centric recipes. And the whole thing is uh, helping you to not waste food. So Amazing. it's based around the 13 most bought and thrown away fruit oh, and veg. Perfect. Oh, that's fantastic. And um, there's hopefully something for everyone. And I've written it um, with a couple of lovely thumbs ups from people like Hugh Fernley Whittingstall and Sky Gingle. And it's also a celebration of farmers and the people behind your plate. 
Oh, yes. well, I've had, well, we had a sneak peek Did and you? I think it looks yes. amazing. We love thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure and thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed it and please feel free to give us a five-star rating and tell your friends all about it. Plus, you can follow us on our socials, which are Bettina's Kitchen and Rebel Recipes. Thanks again to April and Cole for making this all possible. They're the organic home delivery grocer who deliver fresh and seasonal organic food straight to the door. And they've kindly offered our listeners a brilliant offer of £10 off your first three shops over £30 when you enter the code PODCAST at the checkout. Check their website, ableandcole.co.uk, for more details, where you'll also find all the T's and C's. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon. Bye.